0: Okay, hey, I tried to open the app and make mm-hmm. sure the app was set up mm-hmm. and oh yeah I can hear you really well now okay can you hear me
1: oh yeah I can hear you good I took my headphones out okay like that was like the corner the thing too and I think Antonia said she took her headphones out too okay well
0: let me know if I need to take mine out or switch to hey. yeah you sound amazing as always yeah Thank they, you. Yeah, I do love your
2: voice. You have a very really? great voice diction. So and diction. Thank you very much, cousins. You're very oh. welcome. You guys, I feel like we all sound <laughs> the same. <laughs> I feel like Sana's is a little bit more youthful and mine's is a little bit more
0: nasally. <laughs> and that's just how our voices look like. Now, Yours but is they're happy. in the same, similar vein. We just got great voices and we should just like,
2: ride with yeah. <laughs>
0: I ride with it, fuck's with it. Fuck's,
2: with it. I fucks with it sound like an old woman that smokes a lot of cigarettes
0: well no <laughs> not at all <laughs> never
2: <laughs>
0: or at least that's in
2: my mind that's how
0: i you would mean love what to your sound. voice will morph into annie or janet yeah <laughs> come, come all right janet
1: it's <laughs> a name i'm fine <laughs> well i'm gonna go ahead and start i might actually keep this part in because i think it's awesome because it's just us um okay i'm gonna start at 135 what's up what's up what's up everybody this is your girl Saina Wynn, win and i may be your friend i may be your foe i don't know but all i know is that you are Tuned into an episode of Cosines and Tangents. And today I have some special guests. I got two, baby, I got two people that are online and they're my cousins, my favorite ladies. Um, we got my cousin in uh, Illinois. Her name is Antonia. And then I got another one who's in West Tennessee. Her name is Geneva. And they are the OGs. They are the ones who started this with me the first time before I got scared and just not decided not to do it ever again. And then now they're coming back to be supportive, awesome women that I love. So introduce yourselves if you don't mind.
2: <laughs> now, hello, my name is Antonia. I am in the city of Chicago, West side. Uh, I have two lovely boys and a husband. Um, you're going to be hearing one of them. Uh very often.
3: I want to cook, please
2: do it. <laughs> or and I also work in the construction industry as a project manager. I'll
0: do that. Awesome, awesome. Well, hey everybody. I'm Jennifer oh God, and yeah. I'm located in Memphis, <laughs> um Tennessee, and um I am excited to say that I have about 12 children. They're all plants. I love them dearly. <laughs> and they get neglected on a regular basis, but um, <laughs> <laughs> seriously, I, um, I work as a director of medical operations at a local nonprofit, um, and so I run a slew of clinics and have a background in quality improvement. I also like to spend my time focusing on equity and yeah. inclusion things, as well as a self-proclaimed nerd and cinephile.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah I definitely would know that uh, Jennifer is a big cinephile she made me watch uh, Uncut Gems uh, which if you have watched was the most traumatic movie I
2: ever watched
0: <laughs> I don't think I made you we experienced trauma together
2: yeah. my anxiety does not want to watch that movie again <gasps> it, was so bad. Yeah,
3: it was
1: so bad it was so bad Like it's it was a really no- good movie <laughs> It was a good movie, but like, I remember just being so sensorily overloaded that I wanted to cry at the very end. Like, I was like, what
3: just
0: happened? And they hadn't done their final cuts or final edits when we saw it at the um, movie, what was it, the film festival. Mm -hmm. So it didn't seem like things were sounding right. I definitely had an anxiety attack watching that movie. I'm
1: right because I think it was the sound you know how you had to fix your leveling on your TV if it's too loud it just goes like high and low that's how it felt like it was just constantly on high <laughs> I'm like I need y'all to calm down this movie hurts like I've never felt hurt by a movie
0: ever <laughs> 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 I was also shocked that like us and Kirby were like distraught and everyone else was like this is amazing and we are right like, no I just went through trauma. Exactly. I don't know what it is. I'm like, is it a? Because
1: we were surrounded by a whole bunch of Caucasian people, and I'm like, are they okay with this level of trauma? Because I'm not. <laughs> oh, oh Antonia, where did you watch the movie
2: at? I watched it at home, oh, and man. I had uh, watched it that like. I think it was Let Me Explain on YouTube. Oh. Um, and I was like, okay, I'm going to, you know, make sure I am in a good space in order to watch this movie. And sure enough, I could not take my eyes off of it. And I could not get any relief. There was no relief at all. No moment of brevity. No. It was continuous, like, it just <laughs> completely went downhill
1: exactly like okay for anybody who hasn't watched it um it's gonna be spoiler alert because it's been out for what two three years um so it's about um a jewel person a jewelry man i'm not good at describing a jeweler a jewelry (laughs) jeweler thank you a jeweler but and he's played by adam Chandler? Chandler,
3: yeah. Sandler?
1: Golly, I can't remember anybody's names. That's how disturbed Adam I Adam Sandler, yeah. Adam yes. Sandler, good gosh. And, and Kevin like Garnett. A, and Kevin mm-hmm. Garnett, and there's Lakeith Stanfield. There's a whole slew of great actresses in this film, and he is just, terrible he's a gambler he is a a philanderer and he is just betting he's always trying to make money trying to turn a dollar into a thousand dollars and it's just a constant barrage of just somebody who can't seem to get life right and when he finally makes something happen for himself at the very end and this is a big spoiler alert so don't turn it off now he gets shot in the fucking head, and I'm just like, what? What? Like, I remember screaming at the end. of the
0: movie. Like, I remember feeling relief. I was like, maybe this will stop. I that's don't think. Right. This that's <laughs> like, exactly right. I was yes. like, finally, I get the relief. Exactly. It should never be the end goal though. Like, you shouldn't want or be like, mm, this person's dead. I feel great. Like, it, that's the problem with the movie for me. Right.
1: Yeah. I can. I can agree because it was like. Uh, but I'm also is this really how uh, it is <laughs> just so and then he's getting robbed by the people that he was trying to like I guess double uh double do I can't I, y'all I'm losing all my ability to form. I repressed most of this movie quite but honestly. yeah I know girl you should have but I remember that last part when he it was, was a celebratory dance
2: for me uh-huh just before and I'm like this is not going to work out well. This is not good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like something very bad is about to happen.
0: Yes. Oh God. Like ugh.
2: It, they did a great job with that movie. I, I don't know <laughs> if that was the purpose, but
0: it was. The filmmakers were telling us that was the purpose when we saw it
2: at the film festival. Oh, they did. Girl, I might yeah. be. Have they were
0: like, You need to experience this like stress. And I was like, But why? <laughs> I have enough stress.
2: I experience right. stress on a daily basis. Yeah. I, don't need, I don't need it.
1: I don't need it. Didn't it. need it. Still don't. Like, I literally after that movie, after we watched that movie, I went on Facebook. I went on the Uncut Gems Facebook page and wrote them, like, what the fuck? Why? <laughs> Why did y'all do this? Like, <laughs> I've never gotten a response, but that's okay. But it made me feel better just to tell them how that movie made me feel. And they probably were like, we did our job. <laughs>
0: Yeah. And, it's and then the it didn't end after No
2: <laughs> so after that i was like okay so now she's going to be cut into a million pieces this this little this little lady
1: mm, the lady <laughs>
2: <laughs> so i was very surprised it was honestly it was it was a it was a good movie it was just not something that it was very much so like no country for old men on like oh, the yeah. anxiety mm. level that it was providing to me
0: that's one of my favorite movies, I it would is say. It's a very good
2: movie.
0: I love No Country for Men. I'm going to I'm gonna
1: have to check that out. Is that the one with Belnicio Bel-
0: Bel- Del Toro? Um, I don't think so. I think it's the Javier, maybe not Javier. J- yeah, Javier. They all Rafael. look alike. Yeah, like, there's they- a set of like actors that just all, even if they don't look alike, they feel familiar.
2: Right.
0: But I don't know. Wait, I don't know if it's Javier, but it's I th- someone.
1: I think it is Javier. There's three Javier. of
0: them. Yes, yeah, it's like him. Jeffrey Dean
1: Morgan.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. The guy who played Negan in Walking mm-hmm.
0: Dead,
1: yeah. and uh, and I think that's it. Je- him and Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Bel Nisano... Nel- B- oh God, I am butchering his name. Del Toro. He looks like his face kind of melts a little bit, but like in a cute way. I don't know. How in a he... very cute way. Yeah,
2: yeah. Like yeah it's so attractive.
1: Ugly, but he's just like he looks kind of like he's always sweaty and he always smells like you know
2: delicious food. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he's I feel like he
2: smells like c- like old cigars and yeah. Like a old scotch. Yeah. Very very manly. Yeah. I like yes. the
0: scotch part. I completely agree with. Just like he, life shows on his face. Exactly.
2: Like, through life.
1: I he, appreciate it. He probably is 23 years old and he looks like he is 42 (laughs) and he got four kids and he only speaks to one of them and that one only wants to speak to him when he needs money Mm -hmm. and he smells he looks like he smells like a lifetime of sex and regret but also not Mm -hmm. at the same time to me
0: i can see that so Mm -hmm. can i ask you guys a movie question of course because you know one of our like movies that bind us really are unbreakable, right? And just like yes. M. night. Yes. And so what do you guys think about old? I haven't seen it, but have you guys seen the trailer for it? I want to see it so bad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because he won me back, y'all. Like Unbreakable. Um unbreakable was my favorite one. Um uh split. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And then um
0: was split the second one? Yeah, that was the the third one. 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 Yeah. Okay. The second one. I don't remember the name of the third one, but I enjoyed watching it with you guys. Yes. The
2: third one, I loved it.
0: Yes, I did too. I did too.
2: Golly, what was the third one? Glass.
0: Glass,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, and just to give y'all some back, the the people listening for some background story. For some reason, Unbreakable was a, a movie that me, Antonia, and Jenna bonded over because Antonia did a wonderful, wonderful impression of Samuel Jackson in his wheelchair. <laughs> But she also drove all the way down from Chicago to visit us when we were in college in Chattanooga. Um, and I think it was because it was a very hard time and yeah. she came down to visit us and we bonded. We hung out with our friends at the time. And once we both all three of us knew we loved Unbreakable, we were just like, This is it. <laughs> it's like
0: yeah. one of my favorite memories. Me too.
2: It's Me too. a comedy. It is <laughs> So funny. Like I think we spent like the entire movie just cracking up. It's so funny. Yes.
1: And I guess the scene that's if you don't if you've seen the bird was the scene where he's in the comic book store and he's (laughs) in his wheelchair and he being real (laughs) he being real uh stubborn and he kept like running into the comic books. (laughs) I don't know if this is necessarily PC, but Antonia she deserves an Oscar for movie impersonations because it gave us life and it's been literally 10 plus years and I remember this to this day to this day (laughs) (laughs) and it makes my heart glow.
2: And then before I left, I think I paused it like right at that scene. Yeah, you did. <laughs> right. okay. Gems, Gems. Oh, my
1: nostalgic boy. gems. Thank you for <laughs> giving a like. Oh my gosh. So that is a little background study, uh, background history on our cousinship. We've been Cousins our whole lives, yeah, but I feel like we are more, like, cousin friends because we all also grew up together, but we're, like, all in, like, very three different phases of life, and we just—I don't know, I just love when we get together because y'all came down for my birthday for Mm Glass— And that was, like, what, the 15-year reunion kind of thing, even though we've seen yeah. each other plenty of times between then. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it was it was great. Like, y'all lifted my whole spirit because it was right after dad passed. And y'all came down for my birthday. And we were like, we're going to watch Glass. And we were like, yeah, we is. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we had went, we went to the club and we drank, we ate.
2: I feel like I ran y'all ragged.
1: <laughs> I, feel like I was I-
2: very
0: tired. Oh no.
2: Time. I was I was ready for, for more movement.
0: <laughs> I was not.
2: Or I was I just remember feeling very exhausted, but I had a great
0: time. That's good.
1: <laughs> I was like, they came all this way. I gotta make sure I have a good time. And uh I also had a great time because I planned stuff for my birthday. Usually I just do dinner and maybe get drunk with some friends and something, but that birthday I feel like we showed up and showed up. That's
0: good. It was great. It was a really good time.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. So when y'all come back
0: down to Chattanooga, um... oh, I was like, "That's an interesting question." <laughs> mm. Is when before... the peppermint patty has settled out and stopped creating line sisters, <laughs> right. <then> I will <laughs> consider <laughs> the peppermint patty. the The panini
1: has uh, put a lot of gaps and um, blocks in between us, like traveling and seeing each other. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Well, speaking of the peppermint, yeah. Why
2: didn't you get? Why didn't you come down for a
0: grandmother's birthday? That's true. You did. You you did have a whole trip. You could have attended. I feel like either I was working or money.
1: I can't
3: remember.
1: It was yes. Either always at the time because I was working at Unum. Oh shit! Well, I blocked that out later. I don't work there no
0: more. You're
1: like, <laughs> thinking, thinking, <laughs> when I was working for a nondescript company in Chattanooga, I wasn't making enough money. And and so now, just to give you an update, I have a new job where I, I but I, I make more money, but I do work a uh pretty interesting shift. I work from five P to five A, but some days is Four days a week and then the next stage is just three days a week. So I always have a Friday off or then a Thursday Friday off every other week. So and I make more money. So I can come to more things now because your girl won't be broke. You're very not, not, but. but yeah. I don't know why. But I saw the pictures and I was uh FaceTime within the family. So I felt like I was honestly there. Mm-hmm.
0: That's the true get a FaceTime.
1: Right. That's why that's why I switched to iPhone so I could actually FaceTime with people and not have to pull up duo. Oh mm. yeah. I yeah. felt real basic. <laughs> well speaking of the panini, the the fresh bread pizza, the um
0: the panorama, COVID, how are we doing? Whew. Is this a question for me? Do I have to answer? Eat. Um <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I work in healthcare. So, I mean, the tall and skinny of it is, you know, we've been on this group project for about two years and we're getting to the end of our graduate studies (laughs) and we're just not making it. Like, we're going to have to repeat and we're going to have to keep going. Um, And so, yeah, we are actively as a society not doing the things that we knew we should have done from the beginning, masking, distancing, um, you know, getting vaccinations. At least not enough of us to help try and curve this. And so knowing what I think a lot of us have learned about viruses is that they can mutate.
3: Mm-hmm. And
0: so right now we're dealing with the Delta variant, which is the dominant strain um, throughout the United States. And it was the dominant strain in India. I believe India is where it originated. Then dominant strain in the UK and now the dominant strain here um i've heard of a i think a super delta or delta plus i can't remember delta plus
2: is the is the new name
0: yes and then there's lambda Mm.
2: which is
0: it's the dominant strain in south america and the most recent report i saw was that it may be vaccine resistant Mm. which is quite concerning so i mean the tall and skinny of it is is that we do not probably either shut down or do something to try and whether it be increased vaccinations um you know starting putting mask mandates back up we're going to see this do what it's doing now which has hit us harder than it did last time with the alpha strain and the predecessors to the delta so i mean we're not doing great i think everyone's eager to just return to a sense of normal and you know we really can't right and so the hard part is that um You know, I think a lot of people are making individual decisions instead of collective ones. And so I think we'll continue to see this repeat. Um, And I don't know how long. It it really saddens me that, you know, we have a group of unprotected people and children that cannot get vaccinated, don't qualify to get vaccinated, and um, they're being impacted. I think the last thing I read was that 20% of new cases in the United States were in children. Um, And that is scary. And I wish that that would be enough. Um, and it, it's just seemed I don't know what would be enough quite honestly But I wish that it would be So I hope that answers your question as quickly as possible And kind of where we are with the pandemic
1: Yeah, yeah You gave me that real dissertation answer I was just checking in on you But I'm glad you went there <laughs> uh, because, I'm glad you went there Because like you have A lot of knowledge Because you've been working in the healthcare Administration field And so you get a lot of firsthand data that's you know not opinion it is actually fact and so i know i know when the pandemic first part started Girl, you scared the shit out of me <laughs> he's like he's like saying this is uh this is real bad um tell everybody that you love that you love them i was like what <laughs> god dang I was like, okay. And so I, that's when I decided to come home in 2020. I was like, oh, well, let me come home then. Make sure, tell my mama and my family that I love
0: her. But <laughs> I am woo. dramatic. That is a known fact. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> in facts, that is one of them. Right. I will say that at the beginning, I think I told everyone three to five years.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: and I feel like, you know, that is an area I really wish I was wrong on. And I'm not, because this whole thing be 22 so she's yeah. 22 out here. Mm-hmm. She I don't know why I made her, like, why she's got to be a woman. I feel like I, I should, know. like, not gender her. Like, she should just be non binary. All right. I feel like, if anybody,
1: we should just plain, uh it should be a, a white male. No.
0: Oh. I don't know.
2: I say <laughs> a male. So for me, there's there's two points <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy my space, I mm-hmm. always have. So when they implemented six feet of distance, I've really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Amen, I amen. Also, although it's not um, something that is very clear to the to the eye, I am a huge introvert, mm-hmm. um, and so not having to go to parties that would just increase my anxiety has been wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, I have mm-hmm. enjoyed it to the umpteenth degree <laughs> now again i you know I enjoy um working from home with my husband. Mm-hmm. um I enjoy trying to keep my my children safe and you know I live uh, uh close to my mom and my stepdad, so it it's been very helpful um it just kind of sucks uh because it doesn't seem as if FDA is going to approve any of these vaccines for for children for me to feel safe to ever give them to my children. Right.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: And, you know, you want to make sure that they grow up in the, the best, most normal environment possible. <clears throat> and it makes it very difficult. Um, I saw a shirt on Instagram today it said, I liked it better when the outside was closed. And uh, yeah. I feel the same way.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I would agree. It made it easier <laughs> when mm-hmm. the outside was closed. It made it easier
2: to say, no, I'm not going to that event. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's like someone who never really 100% worked from home, it was still easier because, you know, I go into work every day. And you guys know where I work. And it's almost like working in a mall in some ways. And so people are like actively not masking around me, but we are operating a clinic, right? So it's like, you've got people going into the clinic who are testing positive, walking amongst mm. people who are just grabbing a bite and getting coffee and a popsicle. Um, mm. And it's really concerning um, yeah. just being in that environment. It's actually just beyond concern, it's stressful, right? But you know, I would agree. I think you've got two introverts on here and one extrovert. I um, know. And-
1: I y'all, Essie, uh, no, you surprised me. I remember when I was like, I looked at you, I was like, you
2: are an introvert
1: because <laughs> you just you do so well when you' out in the public. And-
2: it's exhausting.
0: <laughs> so, I was like, oh yeah, general too. Gentleman. yeah people i work with are like you can't be an introvert and i'm like you just don't you see my representative what are you talking about <laughs> right <laughs> like, i don't want to be around you like
1: you, know. <laughs> you see who is coming to work for me
0: you see the person who's got to get paid right Reduce. no
1: introvert no, gentleman no. is at home reading comic books can't yeah trying to listening on. to
0: some music vibing out. I know. Some, to some my plants.
1: <laughs> exactly. Watering your plants. Thinking about black things and black issues and <laughs>
0: Doing but, yoga, like yeah. I
1: doing no yoga. honestly, the 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 introvert Jennifer I see, she has on a black beret and her fist is always <laughs> raised with the comic book in her other hand.
0: You know, my <laughs> bonnet is slanted from time to time. <laughs> it is, <yeah. laughs>
2: yes. I have several pictures of this. That I was going to send to Monique.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh gonna yes. out me to Monique like that? Send it to Monique. <laughs> Tell her that you're still a professional out here. <laughs> yeah. She gonna
0: just, you know, be red. Mm-hmm. The Bye,
1: Monique. Yeah. I'm trying to think who is Antonia's. I know her representative is real strong and just formal and be like, I am Antonia. Uh you answer your phone very professionally. I
0: am like, yeah, girl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Your representative is, like, goals. Like, it's just so, it's polished. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. very, like, professional. Yeah. I don't know how to describe it, but it is really amazing. Mm -hmm. Like, I I I love seeing
2: it. Seriously.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love seeing it, but I also realize that, like, that can't be one person, right? Like, that takes a lot. And so, but, like, I love your representative. It's amazing. I love being around it. Mhm, mm-hmm.
1: so- I I always want to step my game up around um your representative. I'm just like posture be on point, walking mm-hmm. all the time. You know the clothing and the
2: shoes. Mm-hmm. beautiful mm-hmm. bald.
1: Are you still bald? The
2: hair colors. Yes, you just were doing it. I you guys you. are too kind. <laughs> Time. Thank you so much. I, I love your representatives as well.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Do I, I? Do I have a representative? I feel like as an extrovert. Yeah. yeah
2: you do. Do. Yes, you, you do. do. Yes. <laughs> like, absolutely. The, the voice it turns into like a very high pitched, very kind, almost like a motherly pitch to it. Oh. Um, and like very organized. I love mm-hmm. her.
3: Yes. Mm-hmm. very
0: much so yes and then like anytime you're explaining something with some technical detail mm-hmm. you turn it on like even when you're off mm-hmm. like you have this air about you and you're like and this is how you do this and step one and step two like yeah you do that very well that's oh. very much the representative assignment. oh
1: well thank you yeah. And nice to meet her
2: <laughs> i think that i i had a full conversation with your representative <laughs> Um, when I, I called to check up on you and she showed up and I was like, okay, now you're giving me house advice. This is good.
1: Oh yeah.
2: <laughs> you're like, let me send you some links on this. I'm like, okay, thank you. No, never bought a house. No, no, that's how you were doing <laughs>
1: I don't even know how she's giving you advice on buying a house. She ain't bought
3: no house.
0: You have advised both of us on house buying. I don't know what you're talking about, girl. That's like, true. Yeah. Your representative <laughs> owns multiple properties, is what you don't know. It does.
1: <laughs> my representative does. Like uh, that's one thing I've been. <laughs> I forgot all about that. <laughs> I showed you. I said, "Yeah, girl, look up. Um, tripled no loans and first-time homebuyer." Like I was like, "Who the hell?" I was heavy researching it though. I was I was in the research. I was like, "Yeah." y'all hmm that's funny i've never heard
2: that and, it, and then you were talking to me about diversifying my portfolio and everything
1: Literally. yeah i do love stops Ooh, i do love y'all yes, speaking of i bought it, i got into side note i got into the robin hood before when it popped y'all i bought it at i think i bought it at 34 and then i sold it because i i needed money because um don't don't listen to my advice, kids. But I needed some money because my last paycheck for my last job was just too short and I didn't have enough to pay my rent. And so I had to sell the company stock. I sold that, but then I was like, hmm, Robinhood just popped. I'm gonna see if I can make a little extra couple of dollars off this. And I did. Like I bought it at 34 and I and I sold it at 50. I wish I would have kept it when it hit up 70. And then hit and then sold it. Yeah, I was very excited. That's a good very good. excited. Mhm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I forgot I did give you some diversifying your portfolio, girl. And just a little FYI, if you get onto Fidelity, they have they don't have any commission fees, so you can just buy stocks without having to pay an extra fee to buy. It.
2: Thank you very much. You're the really? guy I was dating
0: has told me that information as well.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You just don't um, drop that bomb with telling.
0: I said the guy was.
1: Y'all know who that is? I'm not mentioning no names. I didn't know you ain't no mentioning no names, but you know I love tea. I love. I, I root for everybody black and getting whatever they
0: need. Is it that my mom
2: knows more about your dating life than I do, Jennifer?
0: I mean she asked the hard hitting questions and then I feel like <laughs> I can't say no to Aunt Vivian, like I just can't. Like growing up, Aunt Vivian and Aunt Regina were like Whitney Houston and Tony Braxton. And I was like, I can't say no yeah, to like them. them. Too. They do. And so I was like, I can't say no to Anthony or Countess's mother. So like I don't care what what y'all what they ask. I'm gonna be like, Yep, what you need? Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm.
1: I tell you everything you need And to then
0: know. Queen Latifah I, Annette also falls into that as well like the collective
2: and Miss Annette would take ownership of this because yes. <laughs> out of everyone that looks like someone Miss Annette is the splitting image of Queen Latifah yes.
0: it's so crazy just you know in my <laughs> mind <laughs> you know I've never thought about
1: that but there is some vibes that just hits very Queen latifah
0: Mm-hmm. Especially, like, young internet when we were mm-hmm.
2: growing up. Absolutely. Like, completely. Yes.
1: Yes. Well, okay, so, just to kind of get back, that's, that's the main, uh, just to kind of give y'all a little bit more backstory of cosigns and tangents, that's the reason, that's how we got the name, because we'll either, we'll sign each other, we, you know, big up each other, but also, we go on real tangents about random shit, and I love it, because it'd be, just It could be something educational like stocks or buying houses or just the what's going on with the uh, COVID virus or politics or just how we're feeling on any given day. I just love that we had such a variety of conversations when we talked to each other. I was like, I love this. I want to talk all the time. <laughs> especially when uh, Trump was in office we were. I was like we need to talk we need to talk about how trifling his ass is and how trifling the world is and how I don't know how to deal with America anymore <laughs> so
0: I found I, myself in the same place
2: yeah <laughs> and this was well before the panorama mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well,
1: well. So, yeah definitely the, the personal pan pizza just added on a lot more things um and problems and issues but trump gave us a lot of he woke me up honestly like i believe with the obama years i was just happy you know i don't know if i was happy happy but i can't remember ever feeling this you know bamboozled
0: and run amok until until trump office. the bush years messed me up i'm not gonna lie because you know my mother yeah Yeah, that's true Obama felt like a little breath, like I could like breathe a little deeper. Mm-hmm. But yeah.
1: Yeah, just breathe in the African Americanists and breathe out the racism. But then it came out even more because
2: America's racist. Yeah, they, <laughs> they doubled down on that. Yeah. They, they were like, you thought you got something. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it, 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 we don't even want to get into the colorism of the whole thing, but all mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah
1: yeah because uh, I show like I don't know if we were ever have a president uh browner than the tan suit he wore on Easter but
0: one could dream shout out to his birthday party last night it looked fun did y'all right. see that set list oh I did not see it <laughs> no oh the set list had Erica Badu her the roots common like Erica Badu and Common did Love of My Life together like I was looking at that uh, and I was man. Like, just to have been there this is a definitely a tangent, but just to have been there would have been awful.
2: They didn't invite me to this and I'm disappointed because these are all you know, of my favorites. Right? In Martha's
0: Vineyard. Like, what? <laughs>
2: um, I not know. I would have, I would have showed up.
0: Right. I would have my invitation got in the mail. Well, mm-hmm. Maybe it did. ex John. Yeah. yeah. Right, right, right.
1: Because I feel like if anybody deserves an invite, it's definitely Antonia and her representative. We, oh, I feel like mm-hmm. you definitely had that. They lost it in the mail, seriously. Well, Thank you very much. You're welcome. You're welcome. Well, I know some of the things I, I wanted to kind of talk to you guys about, because I know, uh, I, I know uh, mental health is something that I know is really big and really important. And I love talking about it, in, especially as Black women, because I feel like it was never talked about enough. <laughs> and so the, the last few years, mental health has just been – um, on the forefront, especially in Black communities, where we're just trying to destigmatize that. And I don't, I don't know if y'all heard about it with uh, uh, Simone Biles, how she's said, "You know what? I'm tired. I don't feel like it. I'm going to sacrifice winning uh, 15 more gold medals and just buy out gracefully." So, how do
2: y'all feel about that?
0: I'm like, who wants to go first? I have many thoughts.
2: I I think that it was great. Mm-hmm. I think that that should be something that should be normal,
3: mm-hmm.
2: without it being a big thing at all. Like to me, the amount of discussion over it kind of took away from the fact that you know this was for her, was for her family. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, truly, that's what I think about it right Yeah. Well, I would agree like I and think Michael there was a his ass whooped as well that's, that's, he does that's oh idea. yeah <sighs> like, Yo, I read that bull. damn bro
0: like come on that was so bull like <laughs> I read something about like even her aunt had passed away right before right and um, you know all of us have lost family members that were close to us And just this idea that, you know, you have to perform or that, you know, she hadn't already just performed enough. Like, she's done more than any of us will probably ever do in a lifetime, Uh right, in terms of accomplishments and, you know, just so many things. Um, But I think above all that, it's beneficial for people to see people prioritizing their mental health, right? In the same way, like, if her knee was, like, completely dislocated, you wouldn't be like, why aren't you trying to do the vault? Mm-hmm. right like when mental health to me has always been a part of the regular functioning body right. and so if it is out of whack you you rest you take a break you medicate you do all the things that you would do if your arm popped out of socket or your nose was broken or whatever you know you tore a ligament and so um I think it's helpful to see that especially like black women I mean mm-hmm. we just are not really taught self-care right. and rest and you know, I know I'm personally, you know, trying to figure that out myself. Um, but you know, I think it was refreshing to see. I think it's gotta be normalized to Antonia's point. Um, and I wanna see more of it, right? Like I you know, I wanna see people not penalized for it, like Shakari, Shakari, Shikari, I might pronounce mispronounce her name. Yeah Shikari Richardson. Yeah, uh-huh. you know, like I hate that, you know, the way she was in some ways villainized and then you've got was it Megan Rapone? Rapine? I'm gonna mispronounce all kinds of names. You know, Who, uh, was at yeah, the Olympics. <laughs> like <Belisio>. Hey, <laughs> yeah, I, I try and do good, but today I ain't got it. But um, you know, she was advertising CBD and the usage of CBD as if CBD and THC are not the same plant. Exactly. Like you know, it's, yeah, it's crazy. So, I yeah. you know, her and Naomi, I'm rooting for them and. Amazing. All the other, you know, women who don't have their names out in the spotlight who are realizing they just don't have it and they need a break and that's
2: okay. Jenna, but you and I were just talking about the stereotype of the strong black woman. Mm, oh, yes. And, that's and a, how everyone wants to live up to it and it's complete mm-hmm. trash and needs to be thrown away. Yep.
1: Yes. And that's a very unrealistic um stereotype. And I feel like that's actually done more harm. To the black woman, then good. Like, well, it had its purposes in order to have, like, a a wall or shield against, you know, people trying to take advantage of black women. Um, Because, ooh, she's a strong black woman. I'm not going to F for her. And, you know, good. Leave me alone. But it also is a mentality that has been embedded into us for generations that, you know, rest is weakness or... And when it's not, like, it was some of the, it's the best decision. I know I did for myself, like, cause 2020 wore me out. Like it wore everybody out, but it definitely, it, it hit to the point where it got to the point where I was like, I just want to sleep forever. I was like, I don't want to do anything. And me and given that I worked in an insurance company that specialized in FMLA and short-term disability, I was so hesitant to take it because I'm like, well, everybody would know like it's a weakness you know I'm just but then once you take that time off you like oh I needed to be I just needed to rest I needed to be and just be and just be Sano or just and, and not be everything that I felt like the world needed me to be at that time
0: I agree I think that like this strong black woman and even like the emotionless sometimes angry aggressive black man tropes Uh are really trauma responses like I had this conversation with my dad because about emotions and like how to emote as an older black man
3: Mm. and
0: he was just like you know my mom always told me I can't and I was like yeah because you grew up in the 50s and 60s where if you truly showed joy that could potentially be detrimental to your life Mm. right if my grandmother wasn't as strong as she was then maybe she wouldn't have been able to survive as a widowed woman at 24 raising four children Right, like those things are sometimes trauma responses that we're passing down as like learned behavior of who we should be. And we, you know, romanticize our loved ones that have gone on. You know, but I think a lot about my mom and just how hard she would work and how, you know, detrimental that was to her, I think. Um, that was to her while battling cancer and how detrimental it is to me now. And so a lot of what I've been really focusing on, you know, what Antonia and I, I've talked about I've talked to you and about as well as saying is like, how do you just rest? How do you take a break? Right? It feels so like, uninnate Like I got to figure out how to do it, but I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to try right. and tackle it.
1: Oh yeah, I'm ready for you to take it because you're gonna be like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> if you feel almost guilty, like because I know when I took time off last year, was it last? Year? God, these years are really blending together. I took time last year, like I literally stayed in the bed and ate for like three days, like. Just because I just I was tired, and I remember my friend Philip. I called him. He's like, "How are you doing?" I was like, "Uh, so I'm doing good." And, you know, I haven't done anything, and he said, "Well, that's good. You can just be." And I, when he said that, I don't know what it was. It just clicked in my brain, and I was just like, "Thank you." Like I didn't know that I could just be. Like, what is that? <laughs> and so, yeah, I I I, I hope. I hate that you need to take it, but I definitely hope that you, you know, get to that point where you feel like you can rest.
0: I think, like, even, I was talking to a coworker of mine. Um, We're both Black women, we're both directors, um, and we're really close to an age. Like, I think we're about five or six years apart. Mm -hmm. And all the other directors probably have, like, a decade-plus on us, if not more, um, that are Black women. And so we were just talking about just existing within this space and just understanding racial trauma the way I understand it now um, that I didn't understand when I was younger, just being is difficult, right? Mm-hmm. Forget the working, trying to raise a family, trying to make ends meet. Like there's so many other parts and pieces to life that are stressful, but just being a black woman in America is just difficult enough that it garners you needing adequate rest on a regular basis yeah. in time away. Right. And it's something that I don't think we, because it's just, this is the society in which we live in. But it's stressful as hell. Like, turn on the TV every day. It's mm-hmm. stressful as hell. Like, yeah. And you got to take breaks. Mm-hmm.
3: So, you know,
1: I'm working on it. Good. What about you, Antonia? How do you self care? How do you rest? Or
2: have you? It really just depends. Um, currently, I live in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to go for a lot of walks. Um, you could find me strapping on my boots and going for walks without, without, without any me. issue with ease. Um, and then with the amount of gun violence that has happened inside of my neighborhood, inside of the city of mm-hmm. Chicago, um, it's been really making me stay indoors. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> so i haven't been really interested in venturing out especially since um it was a maybe about two months ago um and the course of three days oh in the course of four days there were three shootings separate shootings two blocks away and Mm -hmm. within a two block radius of my home Mm. and then two days ago on friday um, as of this recording, um, this uh, it was a block away from my house where they were shooting, Ugh. and then a couple of days ago before that, it was right on my corner,
3: Ooh. and so
2: I haven't been really interested in going for those longer walks because of that. Um, so now I do a lot more exercising at home. Um, I'll try to find other ways to exert energy because that's a, one of the things that I have an uh, issue with is just I'll have a lot of energy that's kind of bottled up and if I am not releasing it in a productive fashion it becomes something that I, I internalize and it uh, comes out in very uh, negative passive-aggressive uh, ways that it's just not uh, fruitful for uh, my life and my family.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad you still find some outlets because that I, I know that when, when you came down for my birthday, you took long walks. I was like, well, okay, she's gone. <laughs> and I'm glad that you're at least finding some outlet. That's, that's crazy, though, about the violence that's still going on in Chicago because I didn't know the West Side was had that much gun violence. I thought mm. they talked
2: about the south side, the south side, but currently it's, just- it's everywhere. If you think about yeah. it, yeah, um, it's downtown. It, and what really sucks is the politicians. Um, I, I think I I saw um, our current mayor. Um, Glory. say yeah, Lori. Lightfoot. Lori. <laughs> I'm disappointed. I voted for this woman, and I'm mm. very disappointed. Yeah. Um, yeah but she talked about how she wanted some additional help in order to keep um, people from coming downtown, violence from happening downtown. Violence is happening right in front of my house. (laughs) And then um, there were two police officers, tragically, who were shot um, on the south side of Chicago yesterday. And (laughs) They, I think it was a 20 block radius that they shut down in order to try to find the perpetrators of the individuals that shot those two police officers. Um, and that is great, but I still look back at the amount of children, the amount of babies that have been shot, Mm. and they have they don't they can't find the energy to do the same thing. It really sucks.
1: Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah, there's.
2: So I, that was a tangent. Yeah. I so I love it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the name of the game. <laughs> Look, I was about to go down there with you. I was like, What's me too. Gun violence, man, because it's crazy. Because,
1: mm-hmm. like, I, you
0: know, Memphis. <laughs> Look, Philly. Yeah, yeah Philly. Philly yeah. Man, my hometown is like <laughs> I think it's the highest rate of crime ever. So <laughs> you know, I have a friend that's a police officer, and you know, talking to him about how crazy it is and having you know his wife who's one of my besties you know talk about you know similar to you Anthony, like raising a three-year-old right during this time um it is crazy and it's crazy everywhere memphis is crazy um you know it's just the country has a gun violence issue or gun issue quite honestly but you know beyond all that it's got a policing issue it's got like there's so many
1: things there's so- to
0: unlock. but yeah yeah it's, it's hard it's really difficult
1: yeah, the one thing I know, like our systems are built on a foundation of really old and antiquated values, and there's nothing but perpetuators of those values that are still able to formulate policy and to push certain things, and, and you know, now with them not wanting to teach, like, critical race theory or any type of history, it's like leaving a void of education, that people find on, like, TikTok and social media, (laughs) like, I know, and and it's just, you know, those TikTok educations leave something to be desired when you could just teach in schools and let the world have a reckoning, like, I feel like that's one thing, that's the problem with U.S., with the U.S., and I say this in my previous podcast, that I really believe that everything is rooted from slave, the Atlantic slave trade, and also the Uh, genocide, and of the Native people of America. Like, Mm -hmm. it's it's just not good. (laughs) Like, we're built on such old patriarchal bullshit, and it really has to change in order for us as a country to change. That's what I think.
0: I think every system is, and this is like my quality improvement background, (laughs) but every system is designed to get the results it gets. Mm -hmm. And I truly believe that if we wanted to change The results that we're getting we would change the system but there's not a real want to because the system perpetuates white supremacy perpetuates you know this um you know a lot of lies right like i think america if you think of it innately of how it was built was built off of things that were for a very specific group Mm -hmm. right and then it's been spread to be like this dream and it's for everyone and it's inclusive but like legit when was it ever that Right, we've just been taught that. And so, and that's in our education, which arguably may be better than what kids are getting now, which is crazy. But, um, you know, so that's the challenge I always find myself in is like, you know, there are things and systems we've changed within this country that we've been able to do through policy and many other things because that was the goal. Mm
2: -hmm. This is
0: not really the goal. I'm a firm believer that if this really was something that people wanted to change, if those that are in power, those that have some power, to change it would be changed Um, and so then it's left on people who are impacted by it to do things to try and make those changes with a lot less resources um, a lot less of a reach and um, it's disheartening right because the people who have less power are are us right they're people we know they're people we are surrounded by um, and sometimes you're a part of a system or you're forced to be a part of the system even in ways you don't want to be because of just living here so innately you're engaging in predatory capitalism mm-hmm. you know because we live in the U.S. right like we can't just be like oh, I'm gonna go off the grid I mean we could but like where
1: they're gonna take our land because they did it before say so, yeah. <laughs> intimate dom- domain or manifest destiny mm-hmm. right. red
0: line it do red whatever they're gonna do right they're gonna do it all like,
1: they, they find fine. a way with a stiff motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: so fine. that's my, mm-hmm. my small tangent I won't go on that further but yeah yeah don't worry it's okay
1: it's okay we can tangent this is a safe space
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay good okay
1: <laughs> that will be recorded and listened to All right. my uh my i'm gonna tell you how many like um unique listeners i have i have one in germany Well, will shout out to germany <laughs> Girl, <what laughs> Yeah, the analytics, they showed me I got mostly U.S., but I got somebody out there in Germany listening. So shout out, to Germany. What up? Um, and um, about 20 listeners. So I am excited about those 20 listeners. Shout out.
2: How's it going, 20. What's so 20?
1: Let's
2: make it 25. Come on, let's do it. Right, Yay. let's get 20,
1: 25, 20. No, I don't want to do 20, 20. Let's, let's do 20, 25. Mm. Hopefully everything will be done. Shout out the, to my
0: coworker who said they were listening. I was like, okay,
1: well, maybe. Thank you, coworker, and <laughs> 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 whoever they may be.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Well, I, I think it's I. Lo- that's why I I love doing the podcast and wanted to do it with you guys because we just we are so educated and awesome, and I just think that we are. We should be listened to. We should listen to more black women. We should trust the melanin and listen to more black women because we all we want is just to be happy and to live in peace. <laughs> and to oh, make money oh. and just have people to leave us alone.
2: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. In that order. Right. In that
1: order. <laughs> <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> now you said speaking off the uh you talked you talked about like being off the grid. Have ever if any of you ever want to like legit like get off the grid and just say, Fuck it?
0: 100 yeah, percent all the time <laughs>
1: <laughs> me too and i like man that van life looked kind of sweet <laughs>
2: okay. Jennifer, uh, you remember when we went to the museum of science and industry okay. um to look at that mobile the, not the mobile home yeah home and i was like i can picture <sighs> that home being in the middle of nowhere yes. and being able to be sustained on its own uses <laughs> yeah.
0: like okay as someone who has a horrible memory you guys know it's about me and like don't retain much that memory <laughs> sticks with me a lot like i don't always remember like i couldn't tell you the name of the museum when we went i knew you were there and i believe john but i really really think about that all the time Of just like yes. how could that be my life
2: <laughs> how can i move that to a place yes. that no one else is there and the only people who I am seeing are people who I have intentionally invited mm-hmm. to be in my presence. Can, yeah, y'all, yes, yes.
1: can y'all elaborate? Because this sounds awesome. You know, I love a tiny house, a container home.
0: Anthony is going to have to explain because, you know, my memory got gaps in it. <laughs> She'll be like, we saw a house.
1: <laughs> <laughs> y'all, you know, is she saw a house that she want to be in, ladies and gentlemen, and um, non-binary like people. <laughs>
2: So uh, it was at the Museum of Sciences and Industry in Chicago Illinois um, they had an exhibit of this home it was a container home that they built um, it was um, dependent on its own solar in- uh, solar energy power and mm-hmm. solar energy um, it was using recycled water yes uh, in order to uh, Flush toilets and water the uh, plants. Okay. Um, they had they were using that type of power in order to, um, I think, for their air conditioning. They were using geothermal uh, for their air conditioning. Um, so it was just those types of things that just really made it look absolutely beautiful. And then of course they had all of. High-end appliances like fixtures, etc., that made it look very nice, and they even um, placed the windows in such a way in order to get as much sunlight, but without um, getting heat from that sunlight into the space.
0: Mm. Shut up and take my money. or can we invest? <laughs> and it's probably even outdated now, right? Like, that's yeah, the part that I keep thinking about is like. Technology has come so much further. So, like, how are we gonna do this? We need to buy, you know, what we have family land. You know what? <laughs> we got land, Y'all,
2: right? Look,
0: so like, right hold up. Y'all know how my like, is. <laughs> you know, I was like, where are we gonna find land? And I said, hold on, there is land.
1: I don't know who actually owns it right now, but there is land. You know, my representative is always down. Let's figure this out. I will I got some mm. people. I'll find somebody who knows how to well actually I do know somebody who can build a house out of container and somebody who can do a CAD drawing of it. Mm. Um I
0: know somebody who can do it too. They're on the call.
1: Oh yeah, girls. Come on, let's do this. You know, I ain't ready. <laughs> I just don't, I hate I hate it here. <laughs> <laughs> That came out a little bit truthful. <laughs> it's
0: very true. Like, yeah, absolutely. The most harder. truthful statement we
1: have said today. <laughs> right. This is so hard. Like, so I've been on like a lot of TikToks. So it's like my new uh stress reliever. Then I, 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 and I actually always listen to. There's always like this little white black white guy or black guy that pops up and be like, "Hey, you've been scrolling too long," and I be like, "Shut up!" But then I listen to him um but they always have these folks talking about how capitalism is going to end one day or some people be like I just truly don't like it here no more (laughs) like I was like I "I feel you I feel you I'm just I'm over the rat race like it doesn't make sense like I feel like COVID showed us that capitalism does no does not work anymore and they we need a new capitalism we need We need to revisit some hybrid types of things because whatever we're doing now is just not working for the good of the ninety nine percent.
0: It's not good. So after my traumatic events last week, Mm -hmm. um, like supremely traumatic, I just like went back to that girl's page with the song "Earth Is Ghetto." Mm -hmm. I want to leave. Like I was like, I just need to listen to that a couple of times just to clear my head. Right. Because this it really is, and I hate using the term ghetto. You know that about me, but like. I really was like, I don't know, we going to the moon, what are we doing? Like, you know, either um, the cap like I just I can't do this. Like it's a lot. Like,
1: the way I vision our future plot of land with our like uh homes, I okay, so y'all y'all know Kelly's, right? She's like farmer and yeah. My uh, not- sure thing,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: So I picture this is what I picture, and I've been holding on to manifestations lately, and so something like is going to happen. So if we get a land, we have like a big house, right? Like not like a plantation, though. No. But <laughs> <laughs> that was my first thought, I know it's like, like not a plantation, not a plantation. But then we can all the have like... and rocking chairs, I'm right? Okay, you know, I'm listening just a little bit, but you know, less slavery. but. uh <laughs> I wanted to have fa- I want to have farms and cows and chickens, and then like we can all have because that'd be the main house we can go to. Damn, it sounds so plantation. <laughs> oh my god!
0: Uh, I need to stop laughing. I'm listening.
1: Still okay. We have like we can have it all spread out on our big land, like little mm-hmm. pod container homes, and then we have little like uh, lanes leading back up to the house that is larger than the smaller houses. <laughs> and then just live life grow food and then we have honeybees and we have flowers and then we could just just live
2: I think them. it would be important for us to have a greenhouse as well that. in yeah. order to make sure that we are able to have plants throughout the entire mm-hmm. uh all four seasons
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm here for I mean even last week we had cucumbers and onions and tomatoes from grandma's garden Mm. Right, like I'm just like you know, we really don't need to stray far from this life. And I, but,
1: I believe that's the one thing why she's just living so long because she eats from the earth
0: instead of that like, stubbornness.
1: Yeah, that you know, wisdom. Mm. All
0: the it, yes, it's just amazing. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, I mean, I think, and just understanding the one thing from like depression era people, I think is like understanding how to. Like save, how to conserve, how to not waste. And I think that's like something grandma's just like awesome at doing. It's just like never wasting. Even when we're like, but we don't want that one bite of chicken. And she's like, no, you better figure out what you're going to do with it.
2: (laughs) Right. Now, for everyone, for the listening public, Mm -hmm. uh, just FYI, the grandmother that we're talking about is currently 101 years old. Yes. Uh, So, uh, just to give you
1: Right. I was going to put because, like, she is, and she still has her mind. You know, she is a little bit more frailer, but she still has her mind. She has a lot more faculties. She still has a lot of faculties going. And she is stubborn and awesome. She's like, amazing. What the hell did you see? I know you saw all of it. <laughs> you know, yeah. the last hundred years, so many turns of decades and, like, technological advances, and she's walked through a uh,
0: hundred of those, and that's just and wild. She- she still texts and will FaceTime you at a drop of hat, especially the FaceTime. Like, I'm guaranteed to get a FaceTime once a week.
2: Mm-hmm. So. Speaking of FaceTime, I'm sure she's going to be on the FaceTime that we have yeah. set up in a couple of minutes.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, she will be. She definitely will be. Yeah, and a- speaking yeah. of,
2: one thing that I absolutely adore about her that I was so surprised about was how accepting she is of mm-hmm. everyone else. Yes um she's a, gone through so much mm-hmm. still accepting of interracial dating right she grew up in an area where you know g- heaven forbid you were gay mm-hmm. and heaven forbid you expressed it outwardly she's accepting of of all different types of people and i absolutely think that's amazing and i think that goes to show that there's always room to adapt no one should need to be ever set in their own ways exactly
1: because if she could if she can change her mindset at 101 then we at 30 in our 30s can definitely change and progress and become better people like it's 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 a choice I feel like I feel like that's one thing that's actually a a choice that we can have we can choose to look at the world in a certain way and maintain uh, negative perspectives of people or we can actually like look at people for people and be different absolutely Mm -hmm. I would
0: agree like grandmother just leads with love it may be sometimes a funny type of love Mm because she's an older black woman but there's an element of, like, because whoever you love, she's going to love, right? And whoever you are, she's going to love you, like, however you show up. Right. Like, from her youngest great-grand to her oldest granddaughter to her oldest children, right? Her friends, like, she just is so accepting and welcoming in that way. It doesn't matter what you look like or who you are. And I was actually telling my therapist that um, a couple weeks ago. just like, grandmother just kind of meets you where you are. She mm-hmm. may criticize a little bit like you don't have those stockings on in church or you didn't go to church, <laughs> but she still loves you. Right. And it's pretty cool to see that. It's pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, she's just, she's mean, but in a good way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like, I feel like not, I don't know, my mom she's like, she's mean. I
0: was like, well, she's just old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think any of the, like your mom and like my mom, your dad, and you know, mm-hmm. like, that layer that like direct layer like her nieces nephews and children mm-hmm. they definitely saw like they the saw side and me and tia oh, sure. got like like we got like a fourth to like a third of it because we're the oldest grandkids mm-hmm. because the great grands and the young ones i'm like y'all have no idea <laughs> i don't know what y'all got <laughs> like yeah. y'all have no clue. you got the cool granny y'all my... <laughs> you don't have a slight
1: idea <laughs> mm-hmm. But that that's but that's one of the be- beautiful things though, to see, um, the longevity in her, and then to know that she is basically living and breathing history, and that I don't know, it's just pretty, it's just wild because she is the matriarch really of the family because she's older and she keeps up with everybody's numbers and contact information,
0: like birthdays, birth, Everybody gets a card.
1: Everybody. I was just like, man, that's pretty. That's pretty wild to be that that person. Hmm. Well, I know we come to the end, um, but thank you so much, y'all. That I love this conversation. Um, but the I like. I think I'm gonna start trying to leave off my conversations just at the end about asking this question. I get it. It's kind of a copy from uh, what's that movie called? Lo- Not loving basketball. Brown sugar. I love oh. Sanaa Lathan because she used to ask that one question. Uh, um when did you fall in love with hip hop? But my question to you, beautiful ladies, is what do you love about being a Black woman?
2: I love my color. Mm -hmm. I was walking down the street. um, I I had a meeting downtown uh, earlier this week, and I was looking And and I am uh, a dark-skinned Black woman. And there's so much uh, to say about the color. Uh, I've heard so many um, negative things about what people believe about the color of my skin. Mm -hmm. Um, But I absolutely love whenever the sun (laughs) hits me. Mm -hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I feel like I've been kissed by God truly. Mhm. 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 It's about a mm-hmm. hits. There's there's no amount of um paper bag tests, no amount of uh of ivory whiteness that can be kissed by the sun the way I can. And mm-hmm. I love that about me. Not only that, but I also love that I am always underrated, underestimated. Mm. I can always Mm -hmm. seem to prove someone wrong.
0: Mm I love it. That's That's Mm -hmm. right. I love (sighs) that. This is such a hard question in that I could like talk for hours about it and just trying to like summarize it. Mm -hmm. Like When I say I love being black. And I love being a black woman. Mm-hmm. Like, it brings me joy to that extent of like, I there's not a day looking look in the mirror even on my worst day. And I'm like, okay, scary. Okay, T, okay. Right. But,
3: uh, <laughs> okay, eyebrows. <Abra. laughs>
2: um... Yeah, okay, hold on. Let's hold, let's uh, pause here. Because you guys don't uh, know that when someone first came out with the meme, eyebrows on fleek, they were <laughs> truly referencing Jennifer's eyebrows. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> that she does herself
0: sometimes new skill 2020 mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I just started doing my eyebrows for the first time in 2020 but I'm grateful 2020
3: a um, lot of skills
0: you did I think I mean it's kind of funny so like I'm sitting here in my living room and I, across from me, I have a picture of my mother a picture of Zora Neale Hurston a picture of Maya Angelou and a picture of Nina Simone mm-hmm. I think it's kind of interesting as you said that my eyes just kind of gravitated there I think there is just a brilliance um that black women possess even like regardless of how insurmountable the world um, makes things or how difficult things can be that we just keep going and it's so freaking beautiful like we're beautiful but just the ability to just be in a society that really on all levels tries to say you shouldn't um, we are and we thrive at that shit. Mm-hmm. it's amazing like, I love that I'm a descendant of black women. that when I'm thinking about my ancestors, I'm thinking about how many amazing black women, you know, did what they had to do so that I could be here. And I'm supremely grateful. I'm supremely grateful for the black women that I call my friends and my family. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I don't know. I think, you know, I'm proud. I don't think there's one thing that I love about being black and a black woman. I think it's just a multitude. It's too... I mean, it's almost overwhelming when I think about it because I just really fucking love being a Black woman. Like, it's fucking dope. Mm. And, you know, I think society would even say without saying that they love that shit, too, because you see a lot of a lot of things that happen that really come from Black women. Yeah. Um, Our
1: society is molded off of Blackness and a lot of the culture comes from Black women and the things that we do and the way we hold ourselves and handle things and you know the the trends that we create. You know, like mm-hmm. we're pretty, we're pretty awesome.
0: We're pretty awesome. Fucking amazing. And you know, I love the unapologetic. is mm-hmm. who we are. Like it's just great. I don't know. Yeah, it's like the club that you know not a lot of people even realize it's like the club you should be in, but it's dope as hell. And I'm grateful. Mm-hmm. Thank you, God. Thank Shout you. Out. And parents. Right thanks thanks
1: for bringing us together. yeah. I, I completely I agree and co-sign all of that that y'all just said because it's it's true. I know that I felt like when I was younger, I didn't completely understand the love that I needed to have for my blackness. But as I've gotten older, especially in the 30s, in my 30s, It's just a different like a reverence that I hold for being a black woman and the uh, capacity that we have to love and to take care of things and and to be so caring and confident, even when the world is like, no, you have no reason to be. But we still rock on and we still just we we persist and we persevere and we just keep on going. I was uh, talking to my friend, he's a therapist, and he was uh, talking about different modalities and uh, like CBT, uh, CB, yeah, C uh, con- cognitive behavioral therapy and other things. And he talked about uh, the, re- I can't remember the other modality he mentioned, but there's one where it, it actually, Black women, when they go through that type of therapy, they actually recover from whatever their traumas a lot faster than any racial group. And they were like, we don't know why, but they do. I said, I said, probably because we got other things that we need to do. We just <laughs> like we want to feel better. Like, oh thank God. Okay, I got I got about 15 other things to do. <laughs> but I also think it's just literally the resilience that we just have that's just in our DNA. Like when you think about like how Africa is the cradle of civilization and that women, black women. Are the cradle of civilization, you know? Yeah. And they talk about, I think, in our mitochondrial DNA that we have the code for every racial group in our DNA. Yep. It's like, that. bad, bad. Like, we should be revered, like, as goddesses to me. But, you know, I
0: yeah.
1: guess we just okay. got to do that ourselves.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, um,
1: y'all got anything else y'all want to talk about? Because I know we got, uh-huh. I think.
0: Would be good. Yeah. we got a few minutes i was gonna just say thank you for you know asking us to come over here it's always good this just felt like our phone conversation so this is pretty dope to just have this time with you all right absolutely
1: <laughs> same and look, and i just want to thank y'all for like always supporting me like i've always been so supportive of me like i know jenna was like i'm just waiting for you to get your shit together i was like
3: okay man bitch
0: was <laughs> it <laughs> those words exactly like damn, but nah, like, you now I love y'all. Like, I mean, t- you were saying, like, cousins, friends, y'all are also my sisters, right? It's right. the only, only child on the phone, mm-hmm. or at least technically the only, only child on the phone on mm-hmm. this call on the podcast. Ooh, sure. mm-hmm. but you know, <laughs> I, I, you all have helped me through some of the toughest times in my life. Mm-hmm. And I am so grateful to have you all my team and to call you guys my confidence and my friends and my family and my sisters. And I love you all. Like, legit. I don't know how I would have walked the earth these 34 years without y'all. I right. appreciate you all. Same. Same. Yeah.
1: Like, I feel truly blessed just to have just y'all. Like, because y'all are like my sisters. Like, I have a sister, but we're not that close. But You know, it's just nice to actually have wonderful women to look up to, to converse with, to, you know, just make shit happen with it or not just to talk to. It's just it's just great. I love y'all. Love Love you. Well, I feel like we have reached the end of our love fest. I will make sure to put some links in the bio, just about anything that we talked about. And also I'm just gonna shout out me, not the egotistical. I did create a, a journal, like a blank self-care journal that I have on self on Amazon for ten dollars. So if anybody wants to buy that, that'd be great. I'll put a link in the bio on that. I'm working on t shirts. Um I came up with a slogan um, while we were on the phone with mutual friends, that self-care requires sacrifice. And that is, to me, so true. Like, you have to sacrifice your comfort zone to take care of yourself. Hit your girl up, but as always, I love you guys always and bye-bye.